Hi everyone, I'm Ratwana. I'm Amal. I'm Anissa. I'm Farah. And you're listening to the RDM podcast. <laughs> yeah, so this is our first episode. We decided to come up with a podcast. Uh, does anyone want to talk about the name of the podcast? So it stands for the right dose of melanin. It's called the RDM. Yeah, well, she kind of said that. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Do you want to talk about how this idea was born or whatever? How was it born, Rudwana? Why are you asking me? (laughs) Basically, we were just sitting one day and one of us was like, should we make a podcast? And literally in two minutes, we were like, oh, maybe we should do this. Maybe this is a good idea. Okay, Mm. not going to lie. It it just happened. A bit longer than two minutes. No, two (laughs) minutes to decide that we're going to do it. Oh, and then the Ages to record and the name took a while. Yeah, Yeah. the reason why um, we named ourselves The Right Dose of Melanin is because not only are we all four black girls, but we're also med students. Gang, gang, gang. (laughs) So yeah, um, we like to play on words, I guess, in a sense. So The Right Dose came from the medical aspect and then the melanin came from chocolate. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah exactly um so yeah we're all living in egypt uh, we're somali that's uh where mm-hmm. our melanin comes from born of africa gang gang <laughs> <Can you stop? laughs> rivara's somali british yeah me and anisa we're from norway yeah sisters sisters, sisters. yeah and i'm american yeah so um i'm a fifth year med student so is anisa mm-hmm. Amal is in her sixth year. Um, I'm uh, doing my internship. I graduated a few months ago. Congratulations. A doctor is among us. Do you feel like you're ready to go and treat people? Uh, not in the slightest, but you know, I'm, you know, we'll get there. Inshallah. Inshallah. I honestly can't even imagine like actually going out there and <laughs> having to decide between life and death for someone else. Dealing with a whole human person. Exactly. Yeah, I think generally so. graduation is like scary because you're like, ooh, you've been in school for like, God knows, 12 years or like some people less. Mm. And then you're like, it's kind of like a phase of your life is ending and you're going into a new phase. But like at least in medicine is like you have a set path, you know, you do residency mm-hmm. and then you do, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you feel like you're going to miss it? Like medicine? What? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to miss learning. But having, I guess it doesn't stop. stuck in a, in a textbook? <laughs> There's still a lot of that, I feel like. But less, hopefully. Speaking of learning in medicine, mm-hmm. how come we never stop learning, even though the body hasn't evolved? <laughs> the human body hasn't evolved. Like, we're not growing any extra limbs. Evolution is fake. No, <laughs> I believe I believe that uh, there is a cure for every disease that is on any god yeah yeah so we're still trying to find all the cures still no i mean i get that i mean the whole idea of the world developing obviously will cause Mm -hmm. more diseases to appear but the human Mm -hmm. body isn't changing it's just Mm -hmm. our bodies reacting to the environment right Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's what that's kind of iffy in it I don't know. Yeah, but you're not only dealing with the body, you're dealing with like external factors like microbes and those keep on evolving and like mutations and that's still kind of like coming from us though. It's kind of our fault because we're like messing up the It's not us, it's Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, yeah, go on. Oh, sorry, you're American, I forgot. Anyway. 
<laughs> so yeah, I guess the topic for today's um, episode will be revolving around uni, uni life, mm. uh, us studying here in Egypt and being considered to be foreigners here, mm. us studying medicine and sure. everything revolving around these topics. Yep. So, do you guys want to talk about like how was the transition for you guys from high school to uni? Like, what what do you find is different? Oh. Other than the study load, obviously. Did you want to start? Me? Since you came up with no. the question. <laughs> okay, so the fact that I don't know, like the siblings or the people that I consider friends here. Hmm. Do you know my siblings? I literally day. have two siblings. Okay, you. You're easy. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're easy. <laughs> <laughs> so I am not. <laughs> Listen, okay, I am a chaste woman. <laughs> Pure. Uh, I think I think that you should start since you you've studied. Huh? Um, You've been here the longest, you old woman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. I guess like what she said, yeah. I think there's like a huge difference between like friendships in uni. Mm -hmm. If we're talking about friendships. Friendships in uni and like friendships in high school. I feel like that was like kind of like almost like the true friendship. Yeah. Kind of. Whereas here's like you're competing. Oh my god. Sort of. Sort of. Not just like the competing aspect. As in, I feel like in high school maybe we were... Like, I feel like we had less ulterior motives. And also, I feel like it was... You see this person every day, and you see them for, like, such long periods of hours. Mm -hmm. So, you know... But that's something similar in uni as well. You see people for, like, almost daily. You see them for the same amount of time. But what I think is different is that the same idea of the friendships being more genuine and not having ulterior motives. Mm -hmm. But then also, like... um, Let's say, for example, people were genuine even in their actions. Like, in school... Mm. If someone asked you for their homework, you'd be like, you'd give it to them, but mm. you'd be like, yeah, you know, just make a few minor changes mm. to mm. so that the teacher doesn't know that you're cheating from me. Mm-hmm. But then in uni, like, we have Facebook group chats, by the way, okay? We have mm. Facebook group chats where the entire year group is in the same group so that if anyone has any questions, they can just, like, write a post or upload a status and then, like, people will comment their answers. So when we were in first year, second year, everyone was helping each other out. But then I feel like third year came around and everyone felt like, oh shit, there's this thing called a GPA. There's this thing where you have like you have ranks in uni. Mm-hmm. So why should I be helping someone who I'm literally competing with? And then now you'll literally ask a question. Well, I don't ask questions, but <laughs> if someone asks a question on that group chat, people it will tell you how many people saw it, but no one replies and no one answers. No one cares anymore. So it's like they're doing it out of greed. Do you yeah. think that ha- that kind of has to do, not specifically with uni, but because like we're in medicine and when it's like a highly competitive field, field like yeah, like the students going in there, they have like really high GPAs and they're the people in high school who were already kind of had those characteristics mm. and like were super competitive. So they just came with that why, to medicine. Why did they change? Like, hmm? like it is what I'm saying right now. She, hmm. she said that. Oh, in when first year and second year? I think maybe because now they're thinking of where they're gonna work exactly they're thinking yeah especially for them Egyptians I need to get a spot in that hospital not you yeah 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 yeah. and plus because I think um, in Egypt for us it's different because we're here to study and then we're gonna leave (laughs) but for the Egyptians the 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 places or the posts are limited Mm. so like so they're competing they're they're literally competing for certain spots that Mm. need to be filled 
true. And maybe because um, when we were in first year, uh, we were all like lost together. Now, maybe people are more you know secure in like their places and they're trying to. Me, 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 me. We know, we know where all the good Wi-Fi spots are on campus. <laughs> but you know what else is a bit weird? The fact that people in high school think they have it so bad. They think that. Like they think it's the hardest thing that they're ever gonna face. So they're like, oh, I can't wait till I get into uni mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have more freedom, babes. I'm gonna That's tell you here true. right now, yeah, uni ain't all that. It ain't all that. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're going into like a scientific field. Mm-hmm. But then I think even other fields are as not as hard, but pretty hard. I think if you if you're going to medicine. Like think hard about why you're doing it. Yeah, true. And it should. If you're gonna suffer for six years plus, <laughs> suffer. you better have a plus good plus plus. And it should definitely be something that you see yourself doing in the future. And it, true. But this is that's not the reality in most cases because mostly, I mean, we can only speak about our community. Like as the Somali community, lots of Somali parents tend to force their children into university to study things that they don't want to. Or like indirectly persuade them. Yeah. <laughs> Brainwash them. Exactly. Yeah. And then tell them stories about. Successful people. <laughs> yeah. So, but okay, okay. So since we're on the topic, then why are certain fields like medicine, engineering, law? Why are they considered to be like the the, the I don't best? Think law, I don't think law in Somali like traditions because we consider it like haram and stuff like mm-hmm. unless it's following the Sharia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Engin- engineering. Engineering. Yes. Yes. Oh, engineer. <laughs> And also, I for girls, like, she has to marry a doctor or an engineer. True. Okay, yeah. why though? It's so it's the highest paying professions. Right? Not necessarily. I, okay, I think... Not even that. It depends where. It depends on... Where? Go ahead. Maybe because, okay, obviously they want what's best for us, and they uh-huh. think that's what's best because it's the most secure place. It's like, you, sure. get, you get good mm-hmm. money, you have good status, mm-hmm. and maybe because either they came from, like, um, like... Crisis and war and yeah and so maybe they didn't get to do it so they want us to have mm-hmm. what they didn't get exactly that's the that's exactly. but I, it's like you understand where they're, they're coming from but at the same time it's like you can't really force your child to live your dreams mm-hmm. you get me mm-hmm. but that's something that we can't really discuss I guess yeah. mm-hmm. because like if we say something like let's say put yourself in the place or the position of an eighteen year old that's fresh out of high school living with their parents their parents are obviously going to be like you know what i know what's best for you you're still a child you mm-hmm. don't know what life is mm-hmm. like outside right yeah. mm-hmm. so then they're going to be like okay you're going to be a doctor i couldn't be a doctor you be a doctor for me mm-hmm. the child is gonna either resent their parents or do well but also resent what they're doing so mm-hmm. what's the point of you literally forcing yourself to study something that you're not even passionate about and then later on in the future, you might not even like, like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also it's not just like them living their dreams through us. But I think part of it is like all these new creative fields, they make a lot of money, you know. Mm-hmm. And you could be highly su- successful doing it. Mm-hmm. But I think they just don't. It's a generation thing where yeah, they don't understand it. So they're kind of scared of it. They don't mm-hmm. think it has like um, a guaranteed future. Exactly. But it's not secure. It's not secure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard to bridge the gap and to, like, explain to them. Because I think the only way that you could explain to them is, like, when they see results. Like, when they see you doing what you want to do and it paying off. But, like, most Somali parents don't wait till they see the results, right? True. (laughs) Yeah. 
patience. And also another thing, Mm -hmm. I think also like if not even like creative fields, well, I guess English lit is considered creative, but if you go into English lit, I feel like in the job process, there could, after graduation, there could be like a a little bit of uncertainty as in like, oh, what am I going to like, what's my next step? Where else like engineering and medicine, it's like you're, it's literally a path that's already set and you're just following it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it takes a little bit of... Okay, going back to something that Anissa said about them, like the Somali parents leaving a war-torn kind of crisis Mm. to give us, like I feel like our generation, not all, but most of us are kind of like the first generation of kids born to parents Mm -hmm. that kind of like, Mm. you know, left Mm. Somalia during the Civil War, right? Yeah. So I feel like they're trying to give us the life that they they Correct. weren't provided in a sense, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Sure. But then they shouldn't they shouldn't really use that to guilt trip their children into doing something they don't want to do. And also the way our mentalities are completely different. Like I feel like they mm. are still living in that like survival mode, mode. Mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. we are just like, oh, what is happiness? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? You yeah. know, I need to take days off for my you know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. my mental status. <laughs> they they wouldn't even understand that. They would be like, what yeah. are you talking about? What is? Yeah. yeah, you have everything that you yeah, possibly exactly. want. <laughs> what else could you possibly need? And toad hai sata. Guria hai sata. So, do you guys want to talk about why you guys got into med school, or, or why we got into med school? Okay. Who wants to start? Doctor, Doctor Farah, since you're the graduate here. <laughs> I don't think about it. You guys go. <laughs> you still don't know. You still don't. <laughs> I still, I just I graduated. still question again. I still graduated, and now there's no problem here. Ah. Uh, uh, for me, I, I feel like I've always wanted to be, or I, I've always wanted to do something that has to do with the medical field. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I was younger, I wanted to become a dentist and then a veterinarian doctor. I remember mm-hmm. that. That was for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, I don't know. It, and now I'm, I'm becoming a doctor, inshallah. 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 Yeah. Your yeah. turn, we're doing in order, like, for age. Oh, yeah. Who's the eldest? Oh, so you're the maknae. Huh? Oh, actually, no, you know, she's the eldest. I'm also the eldest, yeah. I'm also the eldest, yeah. Anyways. Oh, should we say our ages? Uh, 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 no. Listen, that is classified information. Exactly. You should okay. not ask a woman how old she is. We're old enough. Oh, True. My, my birthday is next week. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Wait, wait, shit. When are we gonna upload this? Who knows? <laughs> old enough. Okay. Anyways, we're going off topic. As for me, um, surprisingly, as a kid, I never actually said that I wanted to become a doctor. I remember being in primary school and I, I said I wanted to be an artist, even though the only thing I could paint was a yellow circle in the sky, which was the sun, a green, a green <laughs> bottom of a page for the grass and like a blue top for the sky. But then like, then I moved to Saudi and I realized how bad their English was and I was like, I need to become an English teacher to ask these people. <laughs> You're it an wasn't, entrepreneur. It wasn't, until, it wasn't until literally, well, why? I wish I was joking. Till my last year in high school, I graduated, I got my grades. I was like, damn, I did pretty well. My SAT scores, mashallah. Let me see if this is good enough to get me into medicine. <laughs> and here I am five years later. I really wish I didn't do that. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> That's a good question. You guys regret? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Do you regret it? Regret okay. it? Uh, Wait, Anissa hasn't said her reason yeah, as to why she went to medical. Then we'll get to so that. So my reason was, let me just be honest. You copied your sister, didn't you? Nah, bro. She was like, I'm all <laughs> just, I heard that it pays well, so it was like, I want to So you are a hoe for the money. Yeah, just say man. it, sis. Exactly. 
All right, so what were we saying? What was the thing that... Oh, we oh yeah, do you guys regret it? But then again, Farah, you haven't said what got you into med school. But it doesn't lie, okay? I keep not kidding. She's not lying, guys. <laughs> she's, not, she's a gold digger. I think... I think, like, kind of like you, like, I didn't really want to go into the medicine, medicine in the beginning. Like, when I was really young, I wanted to be a teacher for a really long time. Then I wanted to be, like, a, what do they call them? The news people? An a newscast, an anchor, a news yeah. Anchor. Yeah, a news anchor, and then... And then, but then, when I got into high school, I really knew that I wanted to do something science-related, because I've always loved science, and I've always been the best in science, but I was leaning more towards chemistry. And, but my parents, they were like, go for medicine. And I had no option. Well, I did have an option. I did have an option. Okay. I, think, I feel like I didn't know anything else to do. Mm. I mean, okay, like you said, like Ritwana said, um, art and stuff, I was into that, and designing and stuff like that, and history and stuff. But I always thought, I was always like the logic kid, and I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna work with that shit. <laughs> so, I don't know. Becoming a doctor was just something I always wanted to do. I think I have to say that part of me also wanted, like, I remember, like, middle school, kind of in the beginning of high school, I did want to become a doctor like I would always people would ask me what are you gonna do and I was like I'm gonna become a doctor but I don't know how much of this was me and how much was it well, it like was external factors okay. yeah mm-hmm. and I think um for me I honestly didn't even have a plan b it was just like a spontaneous thing and I was like let me see if this is gonna get me in. and it did mm-hmm. and then once I got accepted that's when it all hit me like shit like mm-hmm. I am committing myself to a six and a half year course is it really worth it though mm-hmm. you know but then like I think this is a very common ambition as well. Like, that's when I was like, wait, if I do become a doctor, then that way I could actually be a leading force in, like, rebuilding our country. Like, Mm. going back to Somalia and actually Mm -hmm. making a change. And I feel like lots of people have that same idea as well. Mm. So, yeah, hopefully, inshallah, I'm able to fulfill that. Mm. And it is, like, a great profession. It is. It's it's very honorable and, like, you're helping other people. Exactly. And it's rewarding. It's very it's rewarding. It's so rewarding. Yeah. I think like a lot of some professions you could question what you're doing. You'd be like, oh, is this like actually, um, you know, benefiting my, my soul kind of like, is this really, am I really doing something? But mm-hmm. I don't think you would ever question that. In you know what? Let me just like slip in an eye of it as well. Mm-hmm. I apologize if I get it wrong because well, I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But like I do don't know say that there's, okay, no, there's, yeah. I know the, the specific part where it says, okay. it's talking about the nafs mm-hmm. as in life, right? As in like the human life. And then it says, uh, mm. So lots of people use that ayah um, to. Is it not a hadith? It's, like, a ayah, it's a ayah. There's an ayah. It, like the beginning part, it says, Man So the translation is, who whoever kills a person, it's as, it's as if they've killed all of humanity. But then if they, like, save the person. Yeah. It's, like, it's as if they saved all of humanity. So, yeah, so basically, you're waking for your dunya and your akhira. Exactly. Yeah. Inshallah. But what is scary is that because it's a very, it's a field that a lot of people work in, it is really hard to excel in it. Like I always think, am I going to be a great doctor or am I just going to be a doctor? Mm-hmm. That's like, that's something. Where else, if it was something else, I feel like, you know, if you're a writer or something, you could be like, oh, I could be... And I also think a lot of it is, like, based on intuition, you know? It's not just, Mm. like... Of course, knowledge plays a huge factor, right? You have to have knowledge on 
everything literally everything mm -hmm. but then intuition also is very important because you could notice something that someone else couldn't in a patient like a certain symptom that maybe follows a certain like it, it follows a certain pathway but then mm -hmm. if you caught it but someone else didn't that mm -hmm. could literally save. alter yeah it could save the person's life and alter the entire treatment that they're going to take also it's like a very um social job as in you're always going to be work you, you know there's no doctor who kind of works by himself you're going to be working with other doctors True. you're going to be consulting other doctors and you're going to be building relationship with your patients it's like in so many different aspects it's it's a good thing yeah yeah and then also it's a huge responsibility like mm -hmm. a whole person <laughs> yeah that's the scary part like, I, can't even <laughs> I can't even take care of myself yeah. <laughs> so do you guys want to go back, back to the whole like did you regret you sound fed up <laughs> yes. you sound fed up you sound so <laughs> she's like okay. you want to go back to regret because boy do I regret <laughs> no but I, 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 I wouldn't say that I regret it but I think I've had doubts like many times mm -hmm. during the six years that I've been yeah. studying medicine. But um, I guess that's something that we all go through, mm -hmm. as, like what, regardless of what profession you're actually uh, mm -hmm. in pursuing. Or, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did you I, guys have doubts? I've, okay. I started to think like, okay, I could really be a good journalist, or I could do something else that would require less time. An Instagram model. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. A YouTuber, holy moly. Yeah. But then again, I don't know. I don't know. You don't. I can't really see myself doing anything else right now. Really? Yeah. Right? Same. Thing is, it's like, if you ask me right now, seriously speaking, do you regret going into medicine? No. Do I have doubts? Pretty much every other day. Because mm. it's like, mm. I think since, um, we should tell the, the listeners, mm. the system in our uni, since it's six years, the first three six years... Six and a half. Half, <laughs> half doesn't really count, that's just exams. But then, it is. <laughs> for the, the first it's three years, off. the first three years are theoretical, and then the last three years are clinical. So you're actually dealing with patients, having patient-related subjects, like specific subjects, like ophthalmology which is for the eye gynecology which is for ladies pediatrics for kids etc mm -hmm. so i think during the first three years i didn't really do that well regarding studies like my grades were i barely making it sometimes doing okay but never doing great you know mm -hmm. but then now that i'm in the second phase i feel like i really want to do better because i'm actually seeing what I'm learning it's not just information that's going into my head like I'm actually seeing things mm. that I can recall later oh, on sure. so I have doubts regarding the knowledge do you understand as in sometimes it's like will I be able to remember this this is something really important will will mm -hmm. this come to mind when I see the patient in front of me because mm -hmm. that's a huge responsibility I think, I think with practice you'll be able to remember. I know, but that but, also is like something iffy to me because it's like, when you're saying practice, you're practicing on human bodies, you know? Sure. It's like you're going to see sick people and sick people don't really like, like especially in our, in our university, it's like sick people, you have to go and poke and pinch and do whatnot. So it's, it's really, it's really weird. Like yeah. you're benefiting, but then you're kind of like hmm. using people literally yeah. to do yeah. that. But like you have no other option, you know? Because you are using them it, first of all, you're not using them because they consented to do this. 
and they know that they're going into like an educational hospital where people will be doing this to them and they're getting, they're the, getting paid as well exactly they're getting paid and on the long run this is going to benefit so many other people you practicing on patients mm-hmm. plus we're but, kind of helping them too like exactly but they're like there should be like a more ethical because our university mm-hmm. is not the most ethical university <laughs> <laughs> there should be like I, I don't know you just should have you're a human being and you should just treat this other person as a human being and understand that oh if they say stop this place hurts me don't palpate on it then yeah. you should stop exactly it's like you should treat them as a patient and not a case I exactly. feel like they treat them as cases and diseases rather than actual human beings exactly even on that subject, even the morgue, I feel like there should be some respect to the dead human beings that were just the black people. Oh, yes, oh, the Okay, the thing is, this is weird because like that was in first year, right? We used to mm-hmm. see dead bodies, like mm-hmm. literally decayed dead bodies in first year, and that was just like the most mortifying thing, like the first few weeks, and then just fast forward to like next month, we're the ones that are running to see the fresh bodies, like literally mm-hmm. fresh body, we go. Tearing people left, right, and center to make sure that we can see lunch, lunch there too. Oh my yeah, God, we yeah. could eat in walks all day. It's yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. To now, now we're like flipping, touching, and palpating patients. Like 50, 50 students in one room coming up to one patient and like palpating the stomach and where it hurts, and sometimes it's tender, and we still like flipping touch it. Yeah. yeah. By the, the we shouldn't be doing this. By the way, exactly. Disclaimer: <laughs> just like, this, is this is not just the Egypt. correct thing that you should be doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you guys have any advice for anyone that's listening that is thinking about moving here and studying here, or to studying medicine in general? Oh, and the like the workload and. Mm-hmm. Like I said, have a good reason. Um. Yeah, I don't know. And good intentions, I guess. Yeah. Is yeah. it like since everything we do? should ha- be with an intention like let's say to have, like as in us being the greater good and whatnot as in also keep in mind the amount of time you are gonna be committing to this because it's a long long time and while mm-hmm. other people will be graduating at 22 and already starting their lives you're still gonna be studying exactly, exactly. forget about marriage forget about having <laughs> exactly forget about a lot of stuff think about your 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 friend like your friend circle at, in high school you'll still be in uni half of them will be graduated before you the other half will be married with two kids and you'll literally be known as the crazy little person <laughs> who literally can't come out every weekend because they have to study and you still have like three years ahead of you and is there in a relationship with her books and <laughs> not exactly. <her> man's <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the most important thing. Oh, I have a funny. I have a question for you guys. Do you think? Do you think it's better for uh, not just a doctor or a med student, but like two people to get married if they're still like in the same profession? Like, does that make more sense? As med students or younger? Let's say let's say two med students or two doctors getting Mm. married. Do you think that's? I think that's better. Or or do you think they should like have different professions? No, like for medical like students and doctors I think they should get married to people in the same professions because they, they, they would understand each other mm-hmm. struggle they, they would understand this time, <laughs> oh, the honey, time schedule the case of atrial fibrillation <laughs> that I had today was so exhausting <laughs> no but then again you could crack and medical the jokes you could crack oh, yeah. jokes and they would actually get them yeah. But then again, I feel like it would be best for They'd you They'd find to... it humorous. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> that was not funny. Uh, no, 
I mean, like, if you need some time to study for an exam yeah, or whatever, exactly. they would understand mm. that you need yeah. this time to, like, for yourself. And, like, they would understand the time commitment, basically, because they've been through it. True, yeah, true, true, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. But then what but if, but if you guys are in two different things, then you could, you could, like, have insight in something that you're not even... True familiar with mm. I guess mm. I think it's like a case-by-case case scenario every like couple mm. is different and I think that was just a random question I don't need, I think Ayan's in my head why am I talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend called Ayan shout out to Ayan she always brings a- up topics really related, related to marriage so yeah <laughs> but then again wouldn't both both of them be really busy like if they both work True. oh imagine if they okay listen if they both worked and they both worked in the same hospital what would they have to talk about when they go home they literally oh, see each other like 24 7 when you go home <laughs> what are you going to talk about you're like oh they, yeah they so so uh yeah you heard about you heard about mary yeah the, the, the lady that works in the cafeteria i heard her cat died oh no okay. i i feel like that would be kind of cool you know yeah like, me too they, i agree they would yeah. discuss, um, <laughs> cases cases and i don't want to be talking they about would cases be like, they would be mad I feel like they would come up with, you know, all of these um, symptoms. Not come up, but they, they would discuss this for a very long time. Babes, this is not Grace Anatomy. I swear to God. Like, no, Meredith like and whatever Grace his name was, McDreamy, was it? McDreamy. Listen, yeah, life ain't like that. And okay, since we're on this, why don't we talk about all these medical like Shows? series where they yeah. house go and, go and watch the good doctor the good doctor the korean one okay wait it's so nice. house the good doctor Grey's anatomy house is crazy the night house is amazing but can i just no, say this I mean, i've like, been watching like okay whenever it was on tv i'd watch it but i never used to watch it religiously but then when i was in first year i was like oh since i'm a med student now let me just like watch a medical show so it was mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. and i watched like two uh, i think two seasons mm-hmm. and then you know what's funny? There was only since we were in first year, we were babies. We didn't really understand that much. Mm. We basically took basic anatomy and that's it. Mm-hmm. They mentioned something, and when they mentioned it, I, and I understood it, I felt like I was the smartest person <laughs> in the world. Like she was saying, um, a mnemonic to remember the the, the bones, the, the carpal bones. Yeah, the carpal bones, and she was like, "Scared lovers." I still remember it. Scared lovers <laughs> try positions they can't handle, yeah, yeah, and then it's like as a scaphoid. Scaphoid, lunate. So those were all the bones. And then the minute I understood that, I paused it and I was like, I know that. So now, five years later, like a few weeks ago, I watched an episode and I literally understood a solid 90% of everything they were talking about, whether it's the name of a drug or like a symptom or a syndrome. I felt so accomplished. Gassed, yes. (laughs) I, uh, I remember when I was in first year, I... Felt like everyone had watched uh, like House because the doctors would mention uh, like stuff that happened in episodes, and everyone would be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that." Now would be like, "What? What the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> what is this House?" So we've even got into medicine because of like House, yeah, House, true. And stuff. Yeah. And be like, oh, no, this is not it. <laughs> But then again, some of them aren't really accurate, right? And mm-hmm. I don't like, let's say, for example, in Grey's Anatomy, they focus more on the drama the and the romance rather mm-hmm. than the medicine. But I like The Good Doctor because it's... It's more realistic. Yeah, in mm-hmm. a sense. And it's cool. It's different. Recommendation. <laughs> okay. There's a show called The Resident, too. It's pretty... Oh, that one is new. Oh, right? I heard yeah, about it's it. Yeah. It's basically, it talks about medical it errors. Indian guy, right? Yeah, has an Indian guy. I'm also watching one. I'm also yeah, watching one. You're like watching it? Yeah. yeah. What? He's a psychopath, I think. Oh, 
Huh? No. Doctor, the oh, Is they're not psychopaths. They're just really call? corrupt doctors. Uh, are we watching the same thing? Uh, no, we are watching the other one. The night shift. That's oh. another thing. There's so. Oh my god. There's so many shows. Scrubs. I only Scrubs. Okay. Scrubs so Can I shout out to Scrubs because I think it's like the most accurate in terms of what a medicine, what a resident feels like, and how, you know. Are the you, relationships are, and are stuff you, and what you, you think <laughs> no okay, no like, I'm not how a resident accurate, how accurate are these shows because I feel like the one thing that I do think is extremely accurate is the fact that doctors will literally talk about what they're planning to eat for lunch while they're operating on someone because mm. like I've witnessed that firsthand. like they literally talk over the body like they're just cutting up someone and they'll be like oh yeah mm, tuna, tuna sandwiches sound nice while, while whilst doing a surgery while they're doing a yeah, surgery yeah I think that happens I mean, we're so used to it yeah, yeah. that's just yeah, weird no, man. They're very used to it. And they're isn't that, that skilled? Isn't that low-key disrespectful though to the person that? Like the person's not really <laughs> conscious, and they don't, I don't know think what it's is going on. Oh wow, your ethics are really showing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, let's talk about uh, the first time we went during our gynecology round when we first like experienced labor. Labor. Oh, oh my no. god, I've been traumatized. <laughs> so yeah, best believe after that I was like, I'm not having no babies. I'm not getting married. Yeah. Sam and I'm definitely not becoming a gynecologist, that is for sure. Because I swear to God, certain things are not supposed to come out of certain places and I witnessed that firsthand. <laughs> I couldn't eat for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh I could, I did, but like I was just disgusted by the whole ordeal and it stank. Oh. oh, and the screams are scary. I feel like you guys should be more understanding though, after Why you've it? studied gynecology and after you've seen... Understanding of what? Uh, like, birth and the whole like, oh, process. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think the world needs any more human beings. I think we should all boycott labour and, and, and pregnancies in general and just let the human race, like... Die and yeah. did you guys <laughs> become extinct? Did you guys hear about the man that was like he? He was like he was telling his parents that he would, basically he was like, did, did you guys take a consent from me? Like, oh, he was like, suing. Who told you guys? Like, to give parents. birth to him? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I just I was joking. <laughs> I never like consented to, consented to, to this. It's like a new religion or like. A, basically, he's like, Wait, this world is so messed up and stuff. Like, why would you bring me into this world? How old is he? Oh I don't know. But it's he was like the plants and the animals. Second question: Is he white? I don't know. I, I don't think so. <laughs> Probably. I don't think he was white. I think he was Indian. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, for Indian. Indian. And he was just like, oh my god. Oh. Asian. So he's suing his parents yeah. for, for bringing him. Birth. Wait, is this in like America or something? I honestly don't know. Uh, I think how does that even work? Okay, I don't think that. I don't even think the jury would take him seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. There's no lawyer would actually like be hired by him. <laughs> I mean, like, if he's paying money, then they could actually come up with a great... Uh, then again, okay. I don't know anything about that. The law that I know is from how to get away with murder, so don't take my <laughs> word for it. It's like, I feel like you could come up with arguments for anything. Mm. Literally anything. Mm. Well, we're so off topic. How did we get here? I know. What are we talking no, about? I actually need to say that <laughs> totally people, people that are against, like, vaccines and stuff. Oh, and God. They, they oh, get all pissed out. Listen, yeah, if you're one of them, them, please just turn this off and leave. Leave. Exit the closest window. I was watching a video about Most that. There was a doctor on a seventh floor. What? Yeah, and he, there was a doctor, and he was like, "Did you guys watch it? It was like a debate between anti-vaxxers and vaxxers, mm. and they oh, had a on yes. Jubilee? On Jubilee, Jubilee, you watched it, right? Yeah, uh, I didn't watch it, but I saw Jubilee sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> we're recommending too many things, guys, and we're not getting paid. 
All right, so what happened? No, but they had a doctor on the anti-vaxxer side. A doctor? A pediatrician. A lady or a man? A man. Oh, God. What he was saying... Men are trash. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but what he was saying is that he's just... um, That he wants the parents to consent before, you know, giving the children the vaccine and stuff. That's dumb. But the thing is, especially in the Somali community, you know how, like, it's very popular now that they don't want to vaccinate their kids because Mm -hmm. they're afraid that they'll... they'll become autistic mm-hmm. wasn't that it mm-hmm. the MMR oh god listen yeah would you rather have your child to supposedly be autistic or your child to be dead exactly literally those but sense. then again it's like oh and also there's nothing like there's no studies that prove that it causes autism assumptions. yes exactly honestly this topic riles me up so much you guys don't understand no what really pisses me off is the grown people that are mad at their parents mm-hmm. for giving them shots like they just saved your life <laughs> and you're here thinking about what people happen. tend to forget how like life was before vaccines when you know we were people dying dying the simplest things exactly. oh no i think i think they yeah they're pissed because they, ex- they experiment on animals or oh. some shit oh god it's messed up yeah but vaccinate your kids people if you have kids if you don't want to vaccinate your kids then don't have kids exactly <laughs> oh my god and okay speaking of what do you think of schools that vaccinate the students without the parents' knowledge? Because they do that? No, I don't think they do that. Wallahi, it happens. My sister told me the other day that they were vaccinated kids in their school. Wait, no, no, they didn't even know. Consensus? They didn't even know what they were being vaccinated for. What? No, and even it happened to my sister when she Where was. Where is in this? Here in Egypt. Egypt. And also, it happened to my sister in primary school. I remember she was in year one, mm. and she comes home crying, and she's like, they basically vaccinated, like they gave her a butt shot, basically. Mm. She got vaccinated by force, and they, they, like, you're supposed to call up the parents, especially when it's a kid, a six-year-old kid, yeah. and she doesn't even know what she's being vaccinated for. She wasn't exactly. given a card or anything. Mm. And then when my mom was, she, was this also in Egypt? She, shit hit the fan. This was in Saudi. My mom went to the school the next day and she was like, what kind of system is this? Like, how could you even possibly think of how vaccinating a child without even telling? Exactly. And they were like, oh, oh, it's for, what's it called? Meningitis. So they were like, okay, if it's for meningitis, then you're supposed to, like, you know, tell the parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, people are weird. Anyways, Arab, the, Ar- the Arab world, they don't really think of consensus. The they don't Ar- think of, like, informing people and stuff. The Arab world is a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> We love Arabs, by the way. But, yeah. oh, yes. Oh, my God. If we have Arabs listening. Arabs. Yes, we love you guys. We apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's, that's, that's what Egyptians say here. Wherever you say you're from, inshallah, you say Mars, they'll be like, Nas, which means the best people. Okay, but, like, guys, since we're talking about this, um, are Somalis Arabs? <laughs> oh, sure. no, no, we're no. not. We're Africans, Madhul. Well, you know what triggers me even more when people light skin people when people fight with you to say no, you are an Arab. Like, like I don't know my other Somalis. No, okay, not gonna lie. Some Somalis are actually really weird, and they always claim Arabs. Arabs. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's they're they're a whole different breed. We're not talking about them, but like Anaka, like if someone comes up to you that's not Somali, and they're like. Somalis are Arabs. That's what triggers me. I think it didn't come from like. We are in the Arab Union. The old thing we're Arabs, we're in the Arab Union. Exactly. It's for for political reasons, though. Yeah, exactly. But we're not really Arabs. I think it. The Arab League, right? 
I think it's something to do with like the are we like black as in our skin color is dark because mm-hmm. there are like dark in Indians for example as in what is Sri black Sri Lankans yeah, yeah what is black <laughs> what is black <laughs> no like who is considered black that's what she means yeah like, uh, like what makes someone of melanin I guess and that can dance so Indians <laughs> are black and like we're black brilliant. people from Africa and then we're does black mean from Africa because wait Haiti Haitians exactly. and Jamaicans, exactly. they are from the... Okay, this is confusing. My head hurts. <laughs> also, this, this is, is not our topic. If you have a drop of black in your, in your, in your blood, you're considered black. Your blood's okay, not okay. black. You mean the melanin in your skin, not the... <laughs> right, there's a melanin. Uh, listen to us. <laughs> look in the mirror. If you look black, you're black. I'm sorry. Okay, exactly. Yeah, true, true, true. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, let's talk about how these Egyptians don't think that they're Africans. Oh, my God. The way they talk about Africa as it, if they're not even located in Africa. Exactly. In the lectures, like you have doctors. Oh my god, where where we talk about what's in our textbooks. <laughs> Forget them thinking they're not the African. N-word. The N word, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, in 2019, the brand new editions, yeah, of our textbooks have the N word. And not just not even not even nigger, okay, not even nigger, okay? Negroes. <laughs> Negroid, beautiful, and it's like always like in diseases. Like these mm. diseases are more common in Negroes in the, in the Negroid race. And then and then sometimes doctors try to be funny and crack jokes and be like, oh, let me tell you guys a comment. Like one that happened this year. It was in our gynecology course. The guy was talking about every. The thing is, every time he mentioned a disease, he would always say Negroes, as in like four four topics or four subjects in the book, which are more common in Negroes. So like two of them were twins, as in like twin pregnancies are more common in black races, I guess. And fibroid, fibroid, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fibroid, and uh, two other things. I don't preeclampsia, I think, and something else. So let's say, for example, he's talking about twins, twin pregnancy right now. So he's talking about twins. He's like, it's common in Negroes. Okay, four topics that have Negroes. And then he says it. And then he'll bring this story of in his clinic. He's like, okay, so I was in this clinic. And like, um, there was this lady, she was a nurse. Like, she wasn't even sick or anything. But like, I noticed a symptom that's common in fibroid. And I asked her, I started like following up a few questions. And then he basically diagnosed her with fibroid or something. Mm-hmm. So he basically told her to come to the clinic diagnosed her excised like took the fibroid out of her and then was like go get your friends he said go and get your friends as in like you're your people in a sense so then he said one day i came to my clinic and as in like the whole place was full of negroes (laughs) (laughs) and you hear the whole class cracking up and i'm just here like are we listening to the same thing like what it's not even funny why i'm just imagining like the situation i was I swear to God, the thing is, well, I and it's like you know sometimes. Oh my God, let me tell you this other thing. It was in fourth year when we were taking forensics, and you know how they were talking about oh, when you H, find a skull when you see yeah, yeah, yeah when you see a skull and you're trying to like figure out the age or the race of the person from the skull. They were saying how there are specific features of the negroid skull. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're saying it's H, the, the, it's the, 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 the X shape. Yeah, the some of the sutures, the sutures are in a specific shape. But then she said a wide nasal bridge and the, the, basically mm, the widely separated nostrils. Right? Mm-hmm. Wallahi or billahi or talahi. I wish I was lying. Yeah, the girl next to me, 
literally turned and faced me. So I, so I, you know, you can see from your peripheral vision. She literally turned to me. So I turned to her like, bitch, I'm, I'm not, I'm gonna show you my face. So she dead eye looked at me and was like, uh, uh, I'm into you. As in like, no, 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 not you. As in like, I'm not. And she was splitting your face to look pretty much. I was like, babes, take a picture. But like, people no here are weird as hell. Yeah. No, I think they don't understand race. Like, I think in America, people are very aware of race and they're very, because of their history and stuff, they're like, they've been called niggers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they're very aware of it. But in Egypt, because they didn't really deal with that, so. Very ignorant. And very but ignorant. I genuinely they don't even know what they are. Like, they don't know that exactly. they're Africans. They don't even understand they're Africans. <laughs> Yeah. But I feel like they do it on purpose. Like, I feel like these people, since if they go to America, like this doctor, come on, how many years he has he been definitely. a doctor for? Mm-hmm. If he went abroad, I highly doubt he would he say, say he that. Yeah, I know. He's just saying it because he knows he can get away he with it. He can, exactly. exactly. And remember uh, the anatomy doctor? One day we were, I don't know, he was just, he was explaining something and then he was really hot and everything. And then all of a sudden he noticed that people weren't paying attention. He did that to us too. I know you're going to say that he did that to you. He yeah, did it what, to us what as well. What, what happened was he noticed nobody was paying attention anymore and he was really hot and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he was, he was like, what's wrong? Are you guys like, are you hot? Like, do you want me to get you people from Africa to come and fan you? Are you not in Africa? We are in Africa. Exactly. Exactly. But like, what do you mean? Excuse me? You know, what, I like, think oh, I just woke up that minute. I, I was asleep too. I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, did you actually say anything though? No, I was oh. so dumbfounded. I was like, "Wait, wait." It's not like a joke he repeated every single year. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, honestly, yeah, the they all is, repeat they, the same jokes. They recycle their it's jokes. Not even funny. They recycle their jokes. I think that's the life of being a teacher. Yeah. I feel like this whole thing took a negative turn. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. By the way, we love Egypt. I know. Don't come for us. No, 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 no. For real though, Egypt has a lot of great stuff. It does. Yes. Yani. The Nile, the pyramids. And the people, to be honest, they're not that bad. They're pretty um, nice. They're very welcoming. They're very welcoming, mm-hmm. yes. Hospitable and nice and social. And Many I think a lot ways. of, most, most of their, most of their um, you know, them being offensive uh, comes from ignorance. Uh, ignorance more than, you know, malinte- ma- maliciousness or anything. I don't even think they believe that racism really exists. Or they, they know that it exists, no, they are but racist, they don't man. think that they're being racist. Mm. They think there's how nothing wrong know, with though. what they're saying. That's the thing. How? Like, I know. Check yourself. Like, you know how, like, we get serenaded with songs that have the word Samara? Samara means brown skin. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you Samara's walk past, racist. it's mm. technically, come on. It's I like miss. you walking past me and saying, uh, "Ma, uh, not my milkshake, but like something to do with chocolate." I feel like these people are very like, mashallah, very uh, tolerant, and like imagine if wait, Egyptians are tolerant. Yeah, imagine if none of them. Excuse me. No, 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 listen, listen. Imagine if. Uh, people that are not Somali uh-huh. or Somali would go to uh, Somalia and study uh-huh. over there. How do you think they They'd would? They'd be harassed. True, exactly. Yeah, yes, would, they treat us differently. Like they call us the the Asmara Yes, we. How do you think they would? You know, treat a hundred percent. I agree. So mm. we can't really say anything. Then again, okay, but you're comparing. Uh, Egypt has always been known as a like uh, a an educational hub, right? Yeah. But Somalia isn't. And then again. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. 
I guess, yeah, we have strayed off topics. Exactly. So how did we go from uni to, I don't know, race and... Okay, how about, I have... It's the melanin part. Okay, let's end this with one question. <laughs> what, what question? Uh, how to, like, deal with um, pressure, uni pressure, just, like, study pressure and stress yes. and, yeah. Babes, you need time for yourself, okay? You need, you need to just, like, sit back and remember that life ain't all that mm. you need to close your book you need to take a deep breath take a nice bath put your hair in an oil mask pack yourself exactly give yourself a day off you need to rest That's you what... matter yes your health matters yes your mental health amen matters. <laughs> no but legit like legit, like legit 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 Especially you in... just need to, sometimes you just need to take a step back you know mm. instead of just like forcing yourself to like shove knowledge down your throat mm. you need to take a step back and remember why you're doing this recharge exactly recharge, take a break nothing, you're, you're not going to learn anything if you you know burn out very exactly. early on. Exactly. I, I think, think sorry no it's okay I think like a mistake a lot of people do is like they study until they burn out where you're supposed to study until like before that point mm-hmm. and then you know have good pacing basically no but my genuine piece of advice would be to pace yourself and to time like time management is literally the most important thing whether you're studying medicine whether you're studying anything else the most important thing is to divide your, divide your time know what you need to focus on and what can be read or like memorized later on and yeah just uh, always take time for yourself um okay i'd like to say don't just focus on like studying maybe have like other hobbies as well absolutely like because it's not all about medicine you know life goes on you have other things that you want to do exactly like right now we are kind of doing some (laughs) (laughs) but that's for the best that's for the next time is it everyday stress though no some days relax in it that's true if yeah the more hustling that you have other hobbies to focus on, I feel like the more excited you are going to be when you're studying because you have other stuff to do. And plus it will be an outlet for the stress and the built-up tension that you have. Absolutely. Yes, I am. Um, and on that note, I guess that's the end of our first episode, guys. Woohoo, we, we actually say goodbye. did it. So <laughs> thank you for listening if you've listened thus far. Mm-hmm. And um, also next stuck time with us. we'll talk about something not so related to medicine. Exactly. Maybe. Yes, and we will not stray off topic <laughs> that sure. much. Oh, yeah. And not bore you to death, hopefully. Exactly. So thank you for listening and we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. So it until next fun. time, bye. <laughs> <laughs>